Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, welcome to the Home Show Podcast Extra. You know, we have spent two weeks now talking about kitchens and kitchen cabinets, and we have just barely scratched the surface. So I wanted to take a couple more minutes and addressed one issue that we didn't get to address when we were on the air. And that is, I would say, at least half the time we approach a kitchen remodel, a client will ask me, can we change the overall layout of the kitchen? Can I flip the refrigerator from the left side to the right side? Can we move the sink? Can we move the oven? Can we move the stove? Can I rearrange these cabinets? And really, the question there is, And the answer is yes, of course, you can do anything, but there are limitations depending on how far you want to go. So the top three things you should remember if you are considering completely changing the layout of your kitchen. Number one, if you are moving the cabinet kicks, then you're going to have to consider changing out your flooring as well. Number two, when it comes to appliances that have electricity and gas running to them, It's no problem. There may be some fancy runs that we have to make, but generally speaking, just about anything can be done. Number three, drainage, where the sink drains, that's the incredibly important part. That's where you need to know and have a professional take a look and see, do you have the drain necessary, the fall necessary, to get from one side of the room to the other? And two, what kind of slab do you have, and therefore, how do you treat it? First thing is if you change the layout of your cabinets, it's going to affect your flooring. Your cabinets have a kick underneath them. That's that little toe space uh, at the bottom of your cabinets right beyond the door or the drawer where the cabinet recesses in about three or four inches, and it's about three or four inches high off the floor. Chances are very likely that the flooring that you're using in the kitchen, tile, hardwood, whatever it might be, only runs up to and ends at that kick plate. It doesn't necessarily, in most kitchens, run underneath it. So if you move an entire cabinet box so that that kick is no longer there, you're going to leave a hole in the floor. And so you have to consider, if you're going to change the whole layout of the kitchen, whether or not you are also willing to change up the flooring. Now, if you can rearrange your cabinet boxes on top of those kicks but keep the kick pattern the same, then you're free to go, and you don't have to change the floor. So flooring changes, if you change the kick pattern, is number one consideration. The second thing that rearranging your kitchen sometimes affects is plumbing, electrical, and uh, occasionally HVAC, the air conditioning and heating vents. Now, let's start with the easy one. Very rarely is there going to be a major change with uh, the heating and ventilation vents if you're rearranging the layout of the kitchen. Uh, But sometimes that's a factor. So you're going to want to take a look at whether your cabinets are attached to a soffit where there's a heating vent coming out. If your heating vent is already, uh, if your heating vent is already coming out in, let's say, the middle of the kitchen ceiling, then uh, no problem. It stays put, and we don't have to worry about that. What about 
plumbing, and electrical. Well, electrical is, again, easy. The reason is electrical can go anywhere. You can run it up, you can run it down, you can run it sideways, in and out, over the top of your roof, through your studs, under the floor sometimes. You can get electrical just about anywhere it needs to be. Unless, of course, you're adding an island on a slab, and then you might have to do a little saw cutting of the slab to notch the slab so we can run electrical over to that island. And then again, if we do that, we're affecting the floor. So that's the only consideration for electrical is if we're running new electrical to an island. But otherwise, moving electrical around, usually not a big deal. Plumbing, also not a big deal. Well, I should say half of plumbing is not a big deal. The other half is a huge deal. The easy part of plumbing is gas and water supply. So the question, can I move my stove, my gas stove, my gas oven to the other side of the kitchen? Yeah, of course, because gas lines are just like electrical lines. They're a little bit bigger, but they're just as flexible. These lines are under pressure, and so they can be put over the top of your kitchen. We can run them through the ceiling. We can run them through the wall. We can run through the floor. We can find, literally, if we had to run your gas line 12 miles out of the way, to move from one side of your kitchen to get it to the other, it could be done, and we can find space to do that. Water supply lines, the same. Water's under pressure. They're relatively small lines. We can do loop-to-loops with them, figure eights, T's, all kinds of crazy stuff. So water and gas and electricity, easy to move around a kitchen if we're changing the whole layout. Where you're stuck is when it comes to drains. Drains are the one part of plumbing that have serious limitations. And the reason is water has to run downhill. We can't run drains up and over and top uh, your ceiling. We can't go uh, up and sideways when we're running against the flow of gravity. Drains are set into the house when the house was originally built. Now, if you're in an older home, and I say older home in Southern California because only older homes in Southern California are built this way, You may, like producer Brian, be living in a house that was built in the 1920s. That is what we call a raised foundation house, a subfloor house. If your house on the first floor has wood floors and a crawl space underneath, then you are in luck because crawl space houses allow us to move drain lines around really easily or relatively easily. A plumber can get underneath the house, catch the drain where it's actually coming out of the ground, And we can redirect it relatively easily without any major damage, A, to the floor of the kitchen, or B, to any serious groundwork. Nine times out of ten, we can move drains, toilet lines, sinks, et cetera, et cetera, in a subfloor condition really easily. So if your house has a crawl space underneath it, you are in luck when it comes to rearranging your kitchen. If it does not, and that is 98% of the homes in Southern California are poured with a slab, those drains have been fixed into the slab, and they have a certain run pattern. That doesn't mean that you're completely out of luck. It simply means it's going to be tougher. First of all, if we're moving a sink from one side of the uh, kitchen over to the other side of the kitchen, then definitely... Forget about the floor. We're losing the floor because what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to saw cut with a concrete saw the slab open. And if there's enough room with enough fall, okay, we need enough fall for the water, 
water needs to fall at a quarter of an inch per foot through your drain lines. If there's enough fall, then we can move that drain line through the slab and up to the other side of the room. Cutting a slab is something that freaks people out. They think, oh, no, but believe me, it's not. It's not like a bone saw on your leg, all right? We cut slabs open all the time. It's a little messy. It's a little expensive, and like I said, it's going to mess up your floor. So if you plan on keeping your floor, forget about moving the drains. But if that's okay, and this kitchen really is getting completely rearranged, including the floor, then cutting the slab is an okay thing to do. What you need to do is you have to have a plumber out, and we've got to evaluate it first. And the plumber is probably going to want to call a scanning company. And I'm going to tell you this is a really, really important step. You may have a conventional slab. A conventional slab is one that has rebar in it, reinforcement bar. Reinforcement bar slabs have rebar laid in patterns, maybe one every square foot, maybe one bar every uh, two feet or so, 24 inches on center, 18 inches on center. Cutting into a rebar slab, not a problem. Even if you cut down through the rebar. It's not a problem. And when we patch a rebar slab up, we kind of dowel into the side of the concrete with some epoxy. We put some new steel, and quite often the patch becomes stronger than the slab was originally. But if you live in a home that was built after 19, let's say, 85, you need to have that slab scanned because your slab may be what we call a post-tension cable slab. Post-tension slabs are slabs <clears throat> that were developed, uh, and the concept is this. After the slab is poured, instead of having a massive rebar in the slab, there are cables running through your slab. And those cables are usually spaced three feet on center or four or five, sometimes as much as six feet on center. So not a lot of steel in your slab. So where does it get its strength then if there isn't that much steel in the slab? Well, as soon as the slab is poured, these cables which stick out the sides of the footings are then grabbed each end and they are bolted and they are tightened, okay? That's where the term post-tension, after post, after the pour, we put tension on those cables. And what it does is it compresses all of the concrete into this amazingly uh, rigid structure that's actually stronger than a conventional rebar slab. But here's the trick. Cut one of those cables, and you will lose the tensioning of your slab, not just right at the cut, but all along that cable line all throughout the house. Now, can you cut concrete and uh, patch and repair and move drains with a post-tension slab? Absolutely you can. But you've got to get a scanning company out to take a look at where that steel is first so that we avoid cutting it with the saw. You can chip around it. You can expose it. We just can't cut or even nick those cables or we compromise the slab. So that's a long roundabout but very important tip that if you're going to move drains in a concrete slab, know what kind of slab you've got. Talk to a plumber about whether you actually have enough uh, drop, uh, uh, drainage drop to actually move the drain from one location to the other, and then absolutely make sure that you're on a post-tension slab. So, hey, you know, barring any of the 87 things I just mentioned about completely rearranging your kitchen, it's no problem whatsoever.
So the top three things you should remember if you are considering completely changing the layout of your kitchen. Number one, if you are moving the cabinet kicks, then you're going to have to consider changing out your flooring as well. Number two, when it comes to appliances that have electricity and gas running to them, it's no problem. There may be some fancy runs that we have to make, but generally speaking, just about anything can be done. Number three, drainage, where the sink drains, that's the incredibly important part. That's where you need to know and have a professional take a look and see, do you have the drain necessary, the fall necessary, to get from one side of the room to the other? And two, what kind of slab do you have, and therefore, how do you treat it? I look forward to talking to you next week. Catch us live every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m. or catch the podcast extra on the website, kfiam640.com, keyword home. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.